Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 198 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. And you may notice, one, that it is not Friday, and two, uh, I'm not in the same place as normal, so my microphone probably sounds a little bit different in this new environment, and I am sweating, because normally I would have an air conditioner on, but I didn't want it to blow right into the microphone, so I'm suffering for this art, you know? Mm. Well, I appreciate it. I have an air conditioner running, but that's in the other room, so I'm suffering. I know. Your air conditioner's in the other room, yeah. so I can't even hear that. Mm-hmm. Might as well be on another planet. But it's it's cooling my bedroom, which is the most important thing. Mm, that is important. Is Oliver in there sleeping in your bed? No, he's got to be right near me, so... Oh, I mean, you said recently during the podcast you would go in and sleep. Yeah, but then he could still look at me from the bedroom, so... Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, this week, um, we're going to go a little bit shorter. We're not going to do a part three. We're just going to do the little bit of news that happened since the last time we did it. And we actually both played a decent amount of new stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, we can talk about that. I guess Elden Ring's not new, but I have new thoughts and experiences. Um, so yeah, I guess we can start. The new stuff is like a little bit lighter, obviously, because, um, well, we've we been recording it a little bit earlier in the week, but also it's just a light news time. Um, yeah. But the first one I got really excited about, um, Famitsu, the only real Japanese video gaming magazine that exists, uh, they published on their website and in the magazine this past week that uh, Yakuza 8 is happening. Um, and they had some shots and uh, on their YouTube channel, they had a video of the dev studio. Um, but it is still about Ichiban, so my fears are assuaged. They're not, like, going back on this whole new arc or whatever. It still didn't say if it was continuing to be an RPG or if it was going to be back to the old style of Yakuza. I would guess, if they're sticking with these characters, that... Um, I thought they confirmed the the next Yakuza was going to be turn-based, and then they're going to keep, um, whatchamacallit, the... Uh, uh, judgment judgment uh, the beat-em-up i i would assume that is the case i don't know that they ever confirmed that though okay um so like this whole thing doesn't give a lot of information other than what it looks like um ichiban doesn't have his weird crazy hair anymore it's like still kind of there but it's like pulled back into a ponytail and other than that there's no real information um there is a japanese wrestler that they cast in it apparently okay Um, I can't remember their name, but they seemed very excited to be a part of it. (laughs) And uh, I I guess that'll be cool. Uh, People seem to like that wrestler as well. So I, you know, good for Yakuza. I'm just glad that they're keeping those characters because I, I don't know. Ichiban is going to have a good arc, I think. Whereas like, they really got to let Kiryu and Majima go, I think. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they did it, but at a certain point you have to move on. Yeah, and I mean, like, even the cameos they made in Yakuza 7, I feel like that was a good enough, like, send-off for those characters. Right. To be like, okay, like, we've passed the torch, like, it's done now. Um, And I, oh, they also confirmed that this is in a new town uh, as well. Oh, wow. That's... But like most Yakuza games, I would bet that it has both. Mm, That's true. Uh, Because they just do that weirdly iterative shit, so... Because, I mean, even Seven had Camarocho, technically. Oh, right at the beginning? Right at the beginning. But then I think you could go there at one point. Mm. I don't remember if it was, like, fully explorable, but you can definitely do a little bit of stuff there. 
Yeah, if you um, remember, I fell off probably about halfway through, so I didn't get to that point. You did, yeah. And you fell off at a part where they had another town for some reason. Mm, that's true. That was very weird. Uh, but no, I, I loved Yakuza 7, so I'm glad they're continuing the continuing that um and then nintendo finally announced that uh they're putting out the first free dlc pack for super mario strikers battle league on the 22nd they are adding daisy who was apparently the most uh requested character overall uh i for some reason people really liked daisy in the previous two mario strikers games and i don't know why i was gonna say she was in the other two so that made she was yeah and people were like really upset she wasn't in this one so it made sense to add her Uh, they're also adding shy guy and he seems stupid as a character because he has like all really low even stats and so like he just is like a blank slate and then you give him what stats you would like him to have through the equipment oh and it's like well I don't know. That's just a weird thing. I mean, I guess it's just if you like Shy Guy, you can make him whatever you want, maybe. Yeah, but who's like Shy Guy fan number one, I wonder? Well, that's what I did. That's what I don't understand. Um, and then they're also adding a new night armor set and a new desert stage. That still feels like not a lot of content to add to this, but they said there's going to be two other updates this year, and then they implied that they would carry on to the next year i don't know when you when it's all free dlc it's hard to complain it is it's hard to complain but people are already complaining about this game and that it sees it's really bare bones in the content so it just seems like it's like why wasn't this like there why didn't you just hold why didn't you just delay it yeah i i but like what they want is, I assume, more modes, and this is just adding, like... Some- yeah, and that, that I saw on the Twitter, people were really going at him about this, uh, that they did not announce any new, like, modes, and they're all... The, everything's still the same, so I don't know. And then I'll just throw this in here. Um, apparently, there was a rumor that the second wave of the Mario Kart 8 DLC was supposed to get announced today at 10 a.m. Okay. Uh, it, that did not happen, and they instead posted a Xenoblade trailer that had already been posted on the European Twitter account. <laughs> and every reply was like, no one cares about this shit. Like, where's Mario Kart? And it's like, what? Oh, my God. Nintendo fans are the worst. I think all just... I'm going to make the blanket statement that all video game fans are the worst. I mean, video game fans are bad, but it's just like, man, Xenoblade comes out in nine days and it looks dope. Like, you're really upset about this eight-year-old DLC for Mario Kart? Like, that is ports of the mobile game tracks? Like, chill the fuck out, man. I just want to make sure, did you say 198, episode 198? I did. Okay. We, yeah, we did not. We did not have that on our spreadsheet or on our. No, we did Google not. Doc. I did not change it. Okay. Um, and then to continue the hot Nintendo news, um, the Wii U and uh, 3DS eShops are actually going to stop uh, sales on March 27th of 2023. They already previously this year made it so that you can't add funds like from credit cards and stuff anymore. You have to use eShop cards. Um, but they're going to take away your ability to buy, even use eShop cards. Uh, and they made sure to let everybody know that you will still be able to download all the shit that you had purchased. It'll be redownloadable and they, you'll be able to get like, um, patches and things for it. But I, yeah, I don't know. I can't complain too much about that because 
the Wii U came out in 2013, right? No, the Wii U, who cares? Like, no one gives a shit enough for that to matter, but the 3DS is, like, so much stuff that that... It kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's, what, like, a 15-year-old console at this point? No, yeah, and I get that. Like, what they are doing and the fact that you can still download, re-download things you had already purchased and download patches is fine, I think, because normally when they like when they did that with the Wii, they just like took down the servers like totally right so this is like that stuff is completely inaccessible you can't re-download it you can't do anything so it this is better than that now the 3ds was that common for patches no but there were a lot of pretty prominent ones like uh Pokemon Sun and Moon yes. had like a pretty bad save breaking glitch that's that's the main one that I can remember needing to be patched but then things like um like monster hunter stories and like yokai watch would get like free content updates Mm. so there was stuff like that um but i i would assume other games had to have patches too but the pokemon sun and moon was the only one that i like really remember i have to imagine like smash brothers probably did oh yes it did because uh it had the dlc characters for the wii u game because they were the same game but like once ever once it kind of got moved over to the wii u i assume most people who cared about smash brothers but not a lot of people were playing it on the 3ds i'm assuming no yeah and i you could like choose to buy the dlc for both or only one mm-hmm. and i only did it for the wii u so yeah because like the only reason you played the 3ds version is because it came out first because it came out first yeah i wasn't gonna gonna continue to play that on the 3ds and destroy my hands so so yeah that's a a chunk of nintendo stuff Mm -hmm. um sony continuing acquisitions i didn't put this in here but their sale of uh their their, um bungie acquisition went through but i mean that was something we already knew so yeah i forgot i like i completely forgot that happened it still just seems crazy because like i don't know that i don't even remember if we talked about that but like obviously destiny is going to stay multi-platform but do you think that um i no, i mean it was pretty much announced that like they're gonna they're working on a new playstation exclusive yeah and that just like what is that yeah you have no idea which i mean it could just be a new first person shooter it is i still say let bungie make a kill zone mm, they, i want to know what that's like yeah anyway. but like or just make something new I mean, I you know I'm always about making something new, but I would love to see Bungie make a kill zone. Would you rather see that or Resistance? Because I think Resistance has cooler guns. <laughs> I, I guess it, now that you say that, I would say Resistance, and it would be really funny if people like the multiplayer more than Halo 6. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> people are really continuing to trash three, uh, 343 on the updates they're making to the multiplayer Halo stuff, so... Which, uh, this is not new news, but I was just kind of looking up this week, like, when uh, when will the PS5 be just, like, just regularly available? And, and the answer is never. And literally, I saw an article from, like, months ago that said 2024. That's fucking That makes crazy. sense. So it seems like a lot of places I've been seeing recently have, like, started to send out invites to people. Mm-hmm. Like if you sign up, like I think Amazon is doing that now, uh, where it's like you can sign up on the PS5 page to. And, and Sony's been doing like that. Get invited or whatever. Sony's been doing that because I got an email one day saying I could have signed up, but 
but I didn't see the email like five days later. So I was like, well, yeah, can't yeah. do that now. Uh, but like, I, I'm fine waiting. I don't, there's nothing I really need a PS5 for. No, yeah. Uh, but like, that's just, I mean, like 2024, that's four years into the console. That is what, halfway? That's, that's pretty crazy. Yes. But like, the supply chain issues are still happening. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just like, they also, um, do you think these, not to cut you off, Yeah, yeah. but do you think these like supply chain issues and just not being able to get into people's hands as easily, uh, do you think that could delay this console generation and it like pushes it like a year or two? Yeah, I would get, I would guess that the combination of that and COVID do that. Right. Because it's like, a lot of developers were got stuck making last gen games because of COVID and like had to delay those. So I could see it lasting. I don't know if COVID is going to have that big of an effect at that point, because if you're, I mean, I'm just saying like it created a delay, right? But like, Like it's like technically this console generation, I still feel like has like not even really started because like every like major release outside of what Ratchet and Clank, Mm -hmm has been for everything else i guess like god of war this november would be like when it's like oh yeah now this console generation is like actually happening but like even that's gonna be a ps4 game oh shit you're right that is what is the didn't they just cancel the ps4 version of one of their first party games oh i don't think it was god of war no it wasn't god of war huh that's weird. See, never mind then. Still not then. I guess never is the answer. Well, the only reason why I'm kind of pushing back on that a little bit is because if you remember the previous generation PS4, Xbox One, mm. uh, nobody released any games for like the first three years because like no one really knew if consoles were still going to be a thing. Yeah. So like there was just it's a. So like that was another case kind of like now where the first like two, three years were just very quiet, which I still like that is still one of the weirdest things to me, because this it was the second this is the second generation in a row where console sales have been better than they have ever been before. And so I don't know why people are still like, are there going to be consoles? Like, yes. But like, that was a different time period. Cause like, no, that one was, but like when it happened twice in a row, like, like, come on. If it, if they've shown anything, it's that console sale. Like people still want to have consoles. Oh yeah. And like, that's why the switch is like the number one selling console of all time. And if you remember like the Wii U people were kind of looking at that going like, is that just how consoles are going to be? No, it's just Nintendo. Dumpster. Yes. (laughs) Nintendo just made something that nobody wanted. So yes, exactly. Uh, But uh, it is kind of nice that like, it seems like Xboxes are available. If you can just like, like I was just on Best Buy like earlier this week, just on the website and I could have bought an Xbox. Yeah, and I I think people want to say that's because it's just not as popular, but I think it is because the Series X uses easier, more easily sourced components mm. overall. Because there was the thing recently where there was a new design doc for the PS5, and at first people were like, oh, they're going to make like a Pro already, but it was really mostly the same thing, but with more readily available components. But if they make a Pro, we're talking, what, 2024, 2025? <laughs> just when... Oh, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the design doc was for the PS5 again, yeah. but it was just like slightly cheaper and easier to get um, but, components. But so. my reference was 
the PS5 isn't even going to be readily available until 2024, just in time for their next iteration. Yeah, just in time for the refresh, which, you know, yeah, that does suck, but... But then, like, then I can sell someone my PS5. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Then, you, then you should be able to get the base <laughs> PS5 for cheaper. Yeah, because then because there it'll probably be the Pro will be like five, maybe six. Yeah, I bet they go five. That's what the PS4 Pro was, right? Yeah. Uh, and then probably like the regular PS4 would be maybe four. And then, do you think they do like three hundred for the just the the Discless version, or do you think they just get rid of that completely? I don't know. I still, I guess there's not enough data that gets out there anymore to like know if that is. Well, they make like four better. They they don't make any of them. I which that that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like that seems like the thing that they would try to push the hardest yeah. because they would make the most money off that on software sales. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. But I to get back to what a, the the news story Sony is like weirdly also getting into esports because mm. if you remember last year they bought Evo, oh, the yeah. world's foremost fighting game tournament, and now they are saying they're going to acquire Repeat GG, which is a esports tournament website. Um, and it does like you can make tournaments, and also I think it has like stat tracking for players that you can enter, and like it'll show progress and shit like that so i sony also is just like hey let's get into esports for some reason um which i still i never know because esports always seemed like a weird scam to me for a long time where it was just like oh this isn't really going to go anywhere but they're getting all these investors to like pump money into it and then the teams are just going to like run away with that shit and I never actually like know if esports is actually going to continue to be large or not. I mean, like outside of League of Legends and Dota, where those two companies actually regulate that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I we are not the esports. No, we people. are not the esports people. But I mean, like, I guess Ubisoft does Siege as well. Mm. So I, I don't really know. It's just one of those things where it's like, I always feel like esports seems like such a scam, but people continue to invest in it so I, I don't really know at this point i mean it i mean like what was really the first starcraft yeah starcraft and like that's been around i guess the other reason i think that is because there's like a lot of large teams that just like disappear mm. as well like it's like they just decide all of a sudden like oh hey we're gonna stop supporting these like four games that our main people were from and it's just like, uh, I, I, it's hard to tell if like a lot of those companies actually are like in it for the long haul, if they're just doing it because it's like a quick buck right at that moment. I, see, the hard thing about video games, and I know this doesn't fully track because of things like Dota and League of Legends. It, it's not like hockey or basketball where it, it's always the same sport. Yeah. Uh, like Fortnite is not what it was three years ago that absolutely not uh pub, yeah, it's pub, a completely different thing PUBG isn't what it was what four or five years ago like there's always a new game so so it, it just kind of gets weird because then like the same people are not going to be like the same people who are good at Fortnite are not going to be as good at like the next big shooter no and then it's also one of those things where like even when it's the same game they get patched or like they get additions so like someone who was good at Fortnite when it started might not necessarily be good at Fortnite now like take look at how bad Ninja fell off right 
Well, wasn't that because he's he moved over? Well, to was he also said racist things? But I mean, oh. like outside of that, he's just not as good. Oh well, I mean, he's also like I assume he's getting up there in age. I mean, he's probably close to forty, isn't he? I mean, uh, I don't know. I would assume he's in his thirties, but I, you know, I, I'm just thinking because like he was a a very good prominent Halo player. Yeah, he was like in the Halo pro scene too, but like he also is not good at Halo now. Right, and I'm wondering if age. I, oh, actually, I'm just talking on my ass. He's 31 years old. He's 31. He's younger than me. Oh my god. Yeah, he was born. Yeah. See, I'm out of my prime. But I'll I, never be a professional Fortnite player. But I, I, I also kind of wonder: it does he take it as seriously now? You know. No, I think he makes most of his money from streaming now. So like. So I mean, like he's probably learned that, like, hey, I don't have to be the best or whatever yeah i yeah i don't know I, but it's yeah, just yeah. one of those things where it's like why is sony why is sony getting into esports you know like i i mean if they i bought, guess branch out do as many things as you want I, that's fine but i mean if they bought evo i assume they're gonna and if they bought evo and they bought this repeat i assume they're gonna be tying like fighting games into that you would think so. I guess I, I don't know, though, yeah. And then, like, you would think they'd also want to pick up, like, a fighting game studio, you know? That would be tight. I still, in my dream world, Sony would buy Capcom and Square Enix. And but, Square Enix? Yeah. That's my dream. But that'll never happen. I would think they could, they probably... I see because Capcom's on the rise. I feel like they could buy Square Enix. But. Square Enix sold off like all their Western. Yeah, well, and Square Enix doesn't release most of their games on Xbox anyways. So like, right? Uh, yeah, and I don't know Cap Capcom. Like, they're so weird. They're so weird, but they also like they make a lot of multi-platform stuff. You know what I mean? Like Monster Hunter is. They also go for Switch and things like that. You know, so. Bandai Namco is Tekken. Uh, they do Tekken, yeah. Now that's something like I could see Tekken being like a, a you know PlayStation exclusive. Like then they would have Tekken in Soul Calibur. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. It, it's just an it's an interesting thing. I I saw this and was like, okay, I guess like that's that's a thing you could buy. I mean, like if it's if it's a way to make money and it, you just kind of let them do their own thing, why not? I, oh, who bought Harmonix? Was it Epic? Uh, Epic. Because didn't then Epic buy like that oh, music God. platform that you were like excited? The uh, Bandcamp, yes. But I, what I think is the saddest thing about that Harmonix thing is like while they will have resources to make cool stuff, they like wanted them to like make Fortnite concerts. Mm. Is like the main thing that they talked about, and it's like that's lame for that developer. Like, I don't know. But like, is Bandcamp still just kind of trucking along, like nothing? Else? So far, yeah. But I also don't know that that sale has been fully, oh, um, fully, you know, pushed through, fully gone through yet. So I'm just kind of wondering if this is just like something you buy and then you just kind of let it do its own thing, and it's more like Sony, the company's buying it, and not necessarily like for PlayStation, you know? Yeah, that could that could be true as well. Um, and then the next news story I thought was insane. Um, the Xbox Insiders program is where people get into the new uh, firmware uh, and UI for um, 
the Xbox before everybody else, basically beta testers, and they uh, pushed out integrated Discord support. So like you can just link your Discord account, join your Discord, and use Discord through Xbox. And that's cool. And like I think they should have more integration with stuff like that. But what blew my mind is like a couple months ago when Sony bought a stake in discord and was like, Oh, we're partnering with them. And the only thing that's come out of that so far is that you can link your discord account so that it will show when you are playing something on your PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Like how do they not have the same integration at this point? Like they, they are investing in discord. Like they are, they are there. They had to catch up to Xbox, which was able to do that before. Well, exactly, but then then people are trying to be like, oh no, well this must mean that like Sony's Discord integration is gonna be some like wild, crazier thing, yeah, and it's like, okay, but like what? increment that then. What? Like have the world's most basic support because somehow parties are worse on PS5 than they were on PS4. I in an ideal world, just Discord's on all of them. I know that bit of a monopoly or whatever, but like the reality is that because like you can have crossplay between Xbox pc and also playstation if you could just have like one party chat of discord that you can just go right through your playstation 5 or your xbox that would be great no yeah and like i'm not saying i don't think it should be on xbox i'm just saying oh, like, yeah, yeah. how is this happening on xbox yeah. when sony isn't a stakeholder in the company that's doing it and it's not on their platform it, it, that doesn't make any sense but that's like a baffling mm. thing and I, I like i do think that's cool like yeah someone could be playing on xbox and then if you're in that same discord channel or mm-hmm. whatever you could be talking to someone who's playing a playstation like i think that's a cool thing and that's like you know you're like you said it's good for crossplay and stuff like that you know what it, be it's, the, it's 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 neat you know would be the ultimate what? It also gets on the Switch. Oh, but we know no, that's that, never gonna there's, a, there's a chance. There's a chance that Xbox and Sony. There's about a 0.5 percent chance. Uh, I was gonna say. Video. I feel like there's there's a better chance that somehow we get like Xbox 360 party <laughs> chat on the Switch than getting Discord. Like I don't. Oh man. Yeah, that's. I. I yeah. We're smarter than that. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then the last one you put on here, mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Straley and uh, oh. some Naughty Dog folks are doing a new video game company. A Bruce Straley, best known for Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, and The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he was not a part of uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I don't know what he's been doing lately, but now I get maybe he just took a break from video games. But now there's a new Probably. studio. Uh, I wonder what they're going to make. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think they're going to be like indie game type things? I, that's my guess. And like, it seemed like they were always interested in more like storytelling. Yeah. Uh, and they're just not going to have the money to go with like, you know, like these huge, like uh, with the game, like single player experiences. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just went with like smaller, like shorter, like narrative driven games. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. I, I know you like The Last of Us more than The Last of Us Part Two, so mm-hmm. which I don't know how much Bruce Straley was involved. Yeah, I don't know how much that has to do with it. I bet that was a lot of Neil Druckmann. I mean, it was always Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley on The Last. Of yeah, Us. yeah. So I, I think like they were both prominent figures, but I don't know which one was like the lead or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm always I'm always excited for a, a new studio like this, and like they can spin off and do whatever they want. So. And that's always yeah. exciting as well. So. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be three to five years away before we know anything. Yeah, it's going to be a long time before we see anything out of that studio. So, Oh, that's cool, though. You asked what PlayStation game lost the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Wasn't it that, that woman's studio? Oh, Jade Raymond? Yes. Was it that? Because she was recently... I don't even think they said what that game is yet. Because that's the only game that I can think of that would be... No, yeah. It might have been a third-party game. It might have. I can't, I can't recall. Um, oh, there was definitely a third-party game recently that, it, like, PS4 was not... Yeah, they... But that's that's going to keep happening. Yeah, that's going to keep happening now. Um which I at this point I'm fine with that. Like I, I just I want that devs to utilize the system to the its capability. I mean I love my Xbox, but yesterday we we got our first official like Xbox exclusive. Oh yeah, and that's crazy. That is crazy. So I mean it is it's just one of those things, but yeah, yeah. Um, but that will do it for the news this week. Um, and we can get into what we have been playing. Matt, you have continued to play Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. I have. Uh, I don't really have anything particularly new to say. I am still enjoying the combat. I uh, There are different, you know, it, it's, you know, that standard fantasy RPG. So there's, you know. They, you have the big swords and you have the big hammers. I'm always like focusing more on the smaller, faster weapons that do less damage, but I just think they're more fun to use. Mm-hmm. Um, I have now upgraded, like got a new ability that I can basically just juggle enemies in the air. I just pop them up in the air and then I can just juggle them in the air until they're dead, which I think is very cool. That's fun. Uh, so I, I'm continuing to enjoy the combat. Uh, I really haven't touched the main quest because it's one of those like there are quote unquote faction quests, which I would kind of say they're kind of like um, loyalty missions in Mass Effect. Oh, OK, so they're they're a little longer. Uh, the, the one probably took like two to three hours to get through. And I th- there's three of them. So I just kind of focused on one of those this week. Uh, so uh, this is a game that I looked it up. It seems like I'm going to be playing it for a long time and I'm okay with it. I mean, just a game that I can kind of turn my brain off, just kill some people, get some experience and just kind of have some fun. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I also started playing triangle strategy this week. What made you do this? I like, I liked fire emblem. No. And I know you like uh strategy games, yeah. but like, I feel like you have not used your switch in like a, I don't think I turned it on much, uh, much this year. So that was, yeah, was you're playing of, Paper Mario, I, the newest, the hottest game. I will be playing uh, Bayonetta two. I bought that as well. Oh, nice. Uh, but I started playing Triangle Strategy. Uh, Manny, you're going to be surprised by this, but it is very much a Square Enix game, especially like a Square Enix RPG in the sense that like nothing happens for the first like three hours. So this is why. I did not get this um, is because I was so, so bored to tears by Octopath Traveler that I when I saw people saying like this takes that but amps up the boring story factor Mm -hmm. to like uh, the maximum. I was like, I can't do it. It I, I cannot do it. And I the the thing that really pushed me over the edge was that first 
maybe uh, maybe it was the second demo came out and people said that like the demo was like five hours and like two of that was like just boring talking i and i was like nah dog i would say in the first hour i did two combat sequences that probably took about five minutes each yeah and like that that sucks yeah. and like i know nukio is gonna listen to this and be like no but i love triangle strategy and i uh, but I, I bet that is true i i bet that the strategy part of it is very good it is uh, i'm enjoying that it's just it is very slow i'm hoping it picks up at some point but like as i said like this just reminds me of just like other square enix rpgs like i know was it final fantasy 13 that it was like you got to play this for like 16 hours before it gets good. Oh yeah. People were very harsh to that one because that was, it took a long time to get to like the open quote unquote part of it. But the rest, most of that game was just straight corridors. Mm. So it wasn't very open or whatever, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, like this is the same developer that did uh, Octopath Traveler. And yeah. like I said, I just like, I, I don't know. And I, I like the pixel art style. I think it looks very good. And in theory, I am the target demographic for that product. Yes. But it's just like somehow they took the charm out of it for me or something. And it's just like it feels so dry. It, it is. It's very dry. And you're like, OK. And a lot of triangle strategy, like mm-hmm. the stuff that I had seen was like, oh, we're like weird lords arguing about like trade routes and shit. And it's just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I want to like this. Because as I said, I really liked my time with Fire Emblem. So how much have you played of it? Uh, maybe two hours. I just started okay. it maybe Monday. Okay, so like I, I know that the strategy gets like pretty deep mm-hmm. and things like that. So I'm curious to see how that evolves and pours out over time. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to try to stick with it. I, I might do something bad and just start skipping some of the dialogue sequences. Oh yeah. That's why I was like, why am I even going to get this? If I'm just going to skip all the dialogue. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Mm, I'm still there. I'm primarily there for the, the combat. So it's one of those things where if it's just not quite clicking with me, I probably will just call it quits because I know that uh, a game in, in October is coming out for me, which is um, Mario Rabbids. All right, like 35 hours seems to be the average main story playthrough of Triangle Strategy. But I could probably do it in less time, because if you remember, I beat uh, Fire Emblem. Well, I was going to say, especially if you skip the cutscene. <laughs> It'll be like three hours. You're going to be like a speed drummer. <laughs> yeah, if you remember, I beat Fire Emblem in like 20 hours, and you're like, how oh, did yeah. you do that? I'm just like, well, I, that's what I knew, the two extremes. You <laughs> did it in like the fastest time I've ever heard, and Kelvin did it in the longest time I've ever heard. I was like, there's not even that much content in the game for you to have played it that long. How is that possible? and i was like squarely in the middle of you two i think (laughs) on that one so i was like all right well you know there's three ways to play a game Mm -hmm. at least Uh, but i'm always going to be more i'm always going to be gameplay over story so yeah yeah Uh, which speaking of gameplay over story oh yes forza horizon 5 hot wheels so i was gonna say i i don't know if you saw this forza horizon 3 was the last one that had the hot wheels dlc did you see the comparison of the two map sizes no i didn't it's absurd dude is the new one so much bigger or the new one is insanely larger Mm. 
like if you look at the, I'll have to see if I can find the images to send to you. It's like hilarious how much larger it is than what they had in Forza Horizon 3. Oh, it, like at least four times the size. It seems like it's at least 15 hours of content. Yeah, and I, it looks really cool and oh. it looks very good. And I'm glad that you race on the orange track. I didn't know. Oh, I can't wait. I didn't think you were going to be able to do that for whatever reason. I, yeah, I, I remember I, you saying that, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, it gets." I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's not just the orange tracks. There are some other things that happen on the tracks that are. So I, I have seen the map, and it looks like there are like several distinct areas yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe some ice, and maybe some lava, and maybe some water. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like um, a big it, water slide in the middle. I don't know. And that's like so cool. And I saw screenshots of like the loops and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, oh god, I can't wait to play it. I'm so excited. And like, you, you get like magnetized in some areas, so you can kind of do the corkscrews and stuff, and not worry. Uh, so, so my my main question is: Do you? Like, do they limit the cars you can use? Like, do you have to use like Hot Wheels cars or can you use anything you have? Um, so basically uh, they go into this new mode and this is very contentious among people. I am actually a big fan of it, but basically like the game starts and it's like, we can't trust you with the high end cars. We're going to start you off with just like 700s. Like okay. you can't have like, and then you got to kind of progress. And now I'm in the 800 range. They do mm-hmm. give you a Hot Wheels car that is 700, and then you can use one of your other ones as long as it doesn't go over 700. Okay. But I would recommend, like, you're playing Hot Wheels. Might as well use the Hot you Wheels. You bought not use a Hot Wheels car. Yeah, I'm in. So, like, I, I did the 700. Now I'm working with the 800, and I'm assuming it's going to be 900 and, like, maybe, like, 1,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is, like, a progression where you're blocked off, and people are complaining that they spent all this time unlocking all these cars and they can't use it. And it's like... Oh, fuck off. It's, it's a new separate thing. It's a separate thing. If you want to use your old cars, just go into the main game and use them. Like, like, just enjoy this, like, pro- new progression. And, and, like, literally last night as I was playing online, like, somebody blew past me with one of, like, the high-end Hot Wheels cars. So, clearly, like, they got through it really quickly. So, mm-hmm. if you want to do it that way, you can. Um, I personally just want to take my time because I'm just having so much fun just driving around this game. Like, the juxtaposition of, like, this game and Gran Turismo, like this game oh yeah just it's completely different I, smile on my face the whole time like i just I, it's just awesome this game is just awesome. yeah that's good i'm glad to hear that i'm excited to give it a shot i think it's going to be a huge pain in the ass for the um the xp boards to to break because they're oh yeah because i bet there's some crazy ones well it seems like they're all on the ground Oh. And not a lot of them are in, in, on like the yellow or on the orange. Track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you'll like go over one and then it'll mark on your map, but you're going to have to get like onto like the ground and drive on the ground, huh. which I don't know how much fun it's going to be down there, but who cares? Like I'm having a great time right now. I mean, there's all these there's jumps and then there's like uh, instead of like smashing billboards in, in um um uh what is that uh the other open world racing game oh burnout burnout like burnout has like the billboards this has balloons that you're like you're 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 popping okay they're just kind of floating in the air and you have to like jump and hit them and like pop them 
Uh, so there, I mean, there's just fun things. Uh, there's, you know, the Hot Wheels has like the launch tracks that like kind of mm-hmm. push you along. It's just fun. Uh, I, That's very cool. Uh, just wait. The intro once again is fantastic. Like you pretty, Great. you pretty much don't have to break for like the first eight minutes. It's just a track that you can just, just. F- pull the trigger and just go full speed at all times. It's fantastic. Very good. Yeah, you're, I, if you're just looking for a fun time. I'm always looking for a fun time. Uh, Forza Horizon is going to be it, Manny. Yes, I'm glad. I can't I can't wait to give it a shot. Uh, but it seems like you're not home, which I'm going to assume you didn't bring your big PC with you. So I did not. Yeah, I have my laptop, which I actually I've never tried to run Forza on this. It actually probably could. Uh, or, I mean, you could do the streaming in theory. I could do the streaming, but yeah, this has a decent video card, so I guess I probably could do Forza, but... I mean, but it wouldn't look as good, I assume. No, yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm keen to wait. Yeah, I mean, I would say wait, wait until you can actually, like, just enjoy it. So. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things that are not as fun <laughs> as they should be, I, be, I started playing Elden Ring again, Matt. And I, I don't want to be the magic wore off. I like, so I started playing again and I was like, okay, I have a bunch more free time than usual this week. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to go back into Elden Ring. And I ended up playing for like 15 more hours. Wow. And I still feel like I have barely scratched the surface. And I don't, I don't know, man. So the last time I stopped playing, I had just finally gotten enough strength points to use the giant sword I wanted to with one hand. And I ended up beating a boss really handily. And I just it wasn't that I didn't want to play anymore. I just got into other things and stopped playing. Right. So I, I came back to this and there is there are only two things that happen. Either I kill every enemy in one hit and it's really easy or I get killed in one hit and it's frustrating. There is no middle ground for me right now. And so that either makes it boring or frustrating. Mm. And that is also, to be fair, it is a part of the way I built my character as a giant sword man. Mm. Right. Like I, I, I could be doing other stuff like being a weird little nimble guy and like all into parrying and shit. But that's just not how I play these games. So I, I did that to myself. But. It's so large, like the fact that I'm like 50 some hours in and like I I keep unlocking more of the map until I looked up the size of the full map and I was like, geez, how? How are there like three more main areas I have not gone to? Um, And it's one of those things where like people it is st- still I think this last week was the number one selling game on PlayStation. Really? Um. And it's one of those things where, like, I get it. I, I think it is a great game. It has a lot of content. It has a lot of unique content. But, like, more content but, isn't always better. No, it's not. And so my thing is, now that I keep going, it's not that I don't enjoy it. Like, I'll see cool stuff and be like, oh, this is neat and th- that kind of stuff and, like, enjoy moments of it. But it... I don't know, man. Like, th- there is too much to it. And there are too many places I can go. Like I get distracted and like go down this path and then I get into a cave and I fight a boss and it's like, oh, this had nothing to do with anything. Right. And it's like I got some item, but it's also some item for some build that I will never use Mm. and I will like never use this item. Um, Whereas like Dark Souls, 
and like Sekiro and Bloodborne, you have like two places, maybe three you could go at one time. And it's like clear, like you're supposed to go here or like they try to funnel you towards different things, but you could pick other ones in theory, depending on where you are in the game. This is just like, it feels open in a way that like, I will just get to places sometimes. And it's like, I don't know if this area just has some kind of weird gimmick or if I'm really not supposed to be here. And there, because it's a souls like game made by from software, like they don't signpost it to be like, Oh, Hey dog, like you shouldn't be here or like, Oh, you can do this. You just don't know how. So it's one of those things where that gets frustrating for me too, where it's just like, I, I don't know, man, this, and I like longer games too, but this just seems like one of those things where I, d- I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it. Like, I, d- I don't know that I'm going to be able to get to the end of it just because like, even when I have 15 free hours or more, like I still am barely doing anything. I mean, not even joking. Like you could have beaten one, if maybe two games in that 15 hours, I could have beaten stray like five times. Right. Uh, in in that uh, more than five. I mean, you uh, probably could have finished Lego Stray and something else in that time. Oh, de- definitely. Um, in like not even a short game right. as well. I could have played like a thirty hour game. <laughs> so like that that's where it's weird. And like I do still like it. It's just the the magic of it, like being an open world Souls game, really rubbed off on me. And now is like kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Mm. I guess maybe I just need like more structure. Because the Souls games are open to a certain extent, but not like literally open world. So I don't fucking know, man. But it it just was one of those things where it was like I was just like I found myself sighing quite often. (laughs) Do you think if from software their next game, they're like, and it's another big open world. Do you think you'll get it? Probably not. I think it really depends. Mm. Like, I would rather I I want them to make a sequel to Sekiro so bad. And I know they won't, but hear me out. Oh, yeah. Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne 2. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not the target demographic for Bloodborne 2 yeah, either, right. but like I would prefer it to th- this mm. at this point, I think. Um, I think with the sales, it's going to be like, I will not be surprised if there's an Elden Ring 2. Oh, yeah. And I, who knows? Maybe I'll come around again. There's still plenty of time. <laughs> still like another 40, 50 hours yeah. for me to go. Yeah, you just uh, you'll uh, maybe you'll find some time in December. Yeah, and so like I, I was talking to Nukio, and he said, "Well, so like Xenoblade and Digimon come out next week. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you're just like done? Do you think you're just gonna have to give up on it?" And I was like, "I don't want to say yes, but I just Xenoblade's gonna be so long, dude. Mm-hmm. And I, the the, the pre reviews already say it's like comically long. So I, you know, I, I and I'm know. pretty sure like there's a game in September. And then I know I keep harping about how like October is just like full of games. No. Yeah. And then like God of War comes out like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I want to play. And so like, will I want to play a game that is cool, but like really frustrates me? Or will I want to play a new cool thing that I will enjoy and finish? You know, I, I don't know. I would love to finish this game. That is my hot take is that I would love to finish this game. I just don't know that I'm going to or be able to. So. And it's not even because of the difficulty. It's just like, it's just too long. There's just so much. There's so much. Um, and that brings me to the other game I played, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of Elden Ring. Uh, people are saying they're beating this in four and a half to six hours. And that is Stray, the Annapurna game where you play as a cat in a post-apocalyptic world. 
Uh, I played for like an hour and a half, which come to find out is like a large portion of the game. Okay. Um, I like it okay. so far. Um, I don't know. The discourse about this game is really weird online uh, because I, it is one of those games that for some reason penetrated way deeper than I would have expected it to into like society. Like everybody's just like, oh, it's got a cat and it does cat stuff. And the internet loves cats. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, Matt. I've been seeing... So like people are like, yeah, I don't know, posting pictures of their cats, watching Stray. That's what like, I was going to say. I was going, I've been seeing a lot of pictures of like real world cats watching the cats on the, the on the game. So Yes. And that happened to me when I started the game. There's like five cats there and Allie my cat one of my cats like was watching it intently and then like thought they were there Mm. and so she like went behind my tv thinking like this is where the cats are (laughs) uh and then there's a meow button and i was wearing headphones where she could hear the meow and she was like she was very confused um but yeah so like some people are really into it and it's more like an adventure game than anything else um, because it's basically just you're like going around and exploring as this cat and there is no real platforming either it's just like when you get to the edge of something if you can jump to something else it will show the x button prompt okay uh and so you basically just walk to the edge of stuff and see if you can make the jump to other things more or less um i've seen people saying they hate that and they turn the prompt off but then I don't know. Some of the jumps, I'm just like, I don't even know if I can make this. So I have to look out for the right the prompt. Um, but yeah, so it it starts off and you're in a very like stereotypical post apocalyptic like industrial area that was like overgrown with for flora and fauna, like very green. There's like this five cats hanging out. You guys are just like chilling, running around, and during that part, it lets you know all the cat stuff you can do. Like you can like scratch wood as cats do you can rub against other things uh you can purr you can meow uh teaches you how to like do the jumping and stuff like that how to run um and then basically what happens is when you're going across something your cat falls down uh and then you are in the shit i can't remember what they call it but it's the something city the forgotten uh and you go to the slums of the city and you as you go there you pass these like weird little mice like alien creature thingies and you come to find out once you get into the city proper that they are called like zebos or something Mm -hmm. and they are bad and they try to kill these robot people uh at first the robot people think you are a bad thing but then they're like oh no you're fine and uh you then go into one of the buildings and a robot talks to you through a computer and then you download it into this weird little floating thing called B13. And then B13 is what you use to uh, talk to the robots. And so like the cat obviously is like a silent protagonist. It doesn't like say anything. It is just, it has a backpack that B13 is on and B13 talks to stuff. Okay. He used to belong to a scientist or like an engineer and the engineer believed in getting out of the area they're in and getting to the, the upper city, which is basically like outside. They want to get outside. Um, 
and so like you start off with this postcard of like this beautiful lush forest and like beach area and you show it to everybody and they're like oh that's the outside that's a myth like that doesn't exist Hmm. um and so basically you're exploring this kind of like cyberpunk area it's like a city block that has a lot of neon lights and things as a cat uh you talk to people and show them postcards and they're like uh you know whatever and you can find items they're like collectibles i found some sheet music and you can give it to this robot that plays guitar and then he'll play you the jam um but the the goal of the game is you are this cat and you are trying to get outside more or less you're you're trying to get back up to the the top area where you were before with this little robot companion that you have um and so it's more like an adventure game. I guess at some point near the end, there is stealth and the stealth is particularly bad. Okay. Um, and I think at some point you get this weird light thing that you can like fight the little alien guys with, but that's not like a very important part of it. Most of it is you walking around hub city areas, collecting things and like doing weird little fetch questy things. Mm. Um, and the crux of it is that like humans have been dead for a long time and the robots kind of like learned from the humans. And so they're, they've got some emotional issues, let's say. Okay. Are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, I like it so far. I think the world is cool. And like, I, I, I have enjoyed it so far. Um, I've seen people say that like, maybe the story doesn't really pay off in the end. And it's generally only like four and a half, five hours for most people. Mm. Uh, which I'm okay with that. I mean, $30 for a five hour game is like, that is kind of weird, but then there's also the, like, if you're paying for the second or third tier of PlayStation plus, it's free on there. Right. And, and I think, which I, I, I am not, I just bought this and I had PlayStation credit to get it. Yeah. So, I mean, so you, you're going to have to make that choice. Like for me, like it does not seem like a game. I would be huge. No. And it's one of those things where I saw a lot of people saying like, is this only for people who like cats? Mm-hmm. And as someone who is on record is not liking cats, um, it doesn't really have to do with that. Right. I think like the parts where you like, you're doing cat stuff are not what appeals to me. It's more just like exploring the world and finding out what happened to the humans and stuff about the robots that I find interesting. Um, like, yeah, you scratch at wood mm-hmm. and it makes me angry when I do it because I'm like, Oh, my cats do that. And I hate that <laughs> fucking destroy everything. You can like rub against the robots legs and then their computer screen faces have a little heart on them. Cause they like that. Uh, and you, you, you can meow whenever you want. Um, and so like, yeah, it's cute. It's got cat stuff. You like scratch on some curtains to like open up stuff. And it, it, the cat animations are pretty good, but outside of that, I think a lot of the animation is actually pretty stiff looking. Mm. Um, so like, especially when you're jumping, it's just like, Ooh, some of that does not look particularly great. Um, but outside of that animation portion on the cat, I think everything else like looks very good visually. Like it has pretty high quality textures. Um, and like the neon lights really pop and stuff like that. Um, I obviously am playing it on my PS five. It is also out for PS four and PC as well. Do you think it's ever going to come to Xbox? I don't know because Sony really has been pushing this one. Um, Like as if it was one of their games. And then I was actually like surprised when I found out it was an Annapurna game because the way Sony had advertised it was, it was like something they had produced. So they must've had some like wild deal with Annapurna. Yeah, that's probably true. But like, I honestly, when I looked at Annapurna, I was like, yeah, this seems like an Annapurna game. What I thought was really funny, though, was the last game I played was Neon White, and that was also an Annapurna game, and that's only on Switch and PC. So it's just like they're making all the hot deals. Um, 
very different games. Holy shit. Completely different. Yeah. Neon white is very different from pretty much every, every other Annapurna game. Pretty much every other Annapurna game. Yeah. Um, whereas stray is more like that where it's trying to be like a more cinematic type deal adventure style thing. Um, so yeah, I, I like it. I think in the end, I'm going to think it's okay. Hmm. Uh, and then because I already had PlayStation credit, like, I'm not going to feel like it's a huge loss on my part. Like, I, I think I will think it's okay. I don't think that the story is going to blow me away. And like I said, there aren't really many mechanics. Like you're, you're not jumping. It's like, you're just pushing X when there's a prompt to do so. So it's cool. And I mean, I do think that if you do love cats, it will greatly enhance your experience because you'll probably get distracted and be like, haha, cat stuff. Whereas I'm just like, Video oh, game. I want to talk to the robots. I'm what is this video game? Yeah, basically. Um, and so, yeah, I do. It, it's pretty interesting because it reviewed very well. I think one of the most critical reviews I saw was the kind of funny review. Mm. And I all the stuff I saw from their review, I tended to agree with where it's one of those things where like because I don't like cats, that stuff wears out wore off for me pretty quick. Right like the novelty of that and then you realize that it's like it's kind of shallow and it is basically just like a walking around adventure game type thing and i i don't know that that's necessarily what a lot of people were expecting like you would think that if you're like a cat that you'd be like more nimble and it'd be more like about platforming and moving around at least i would have uh so and it's not even like originally when it got pitched it seemed to be more of like a puzzle type game and i think that's even it doesn't really have like extreme puzzles mm. or anything. It's more just like kind of like the classic adventure game. Like I found this, give it to this man and he gives me this thing and then I use it for this. And uh, yeah, not really puzzly. So. I don't know. It's fine. Um, and I will definitely beat it because most people beat it in a single sitting. Right. Uh, I just had to leave after an hour and a half. So I'll definitely finish it the next time I sit down to play it. Uh, which is fine. I mean, I like, I'm not upset at the length. I just, yeah yeah as, as i said like thirty dollars is not a terrible price even for a five six hour game you just have to make that choice if that's something you want to do because like 60 hours for a 12 hour game that's pretty common as well so yeah that's that's pretty common as well so i that that part i i am not uh upset about but yeah it's it's really weird to see like so many people talking about this mm-hmm. and being very excited about it and then uh, there are also other people who are just like I hate this. <laughs> so I, there's pretty strong factions on both sides. I, I think it's fine. Um, it, it's cool. I, you know, I don't think it's gonna be amazing, but I, I have enjoyed my time with it so far. Do you think there's any replayability to it or do you think it's pretty much you? No. So the only reason I think there's replayability is because of something really fucking dumb that happened to me where I had went to the main story point and then they locked me out of the city mm. and I like can't go back there right now. To the point where I looked it up to be like, can I go back there? And they were like, oh, yeah, you'll go back there in a little bit. Because mm. I there were very clearly collectibles that I did not get right. that I wanted to get. Because, um, yeah, I didn't think this dude would let me jump out his window and then he would shut the window on me. I'm like, what the mm. fuck? I'm doing something for you, man. Uh, yeah. So I don't think there's a lot of replayability, right. though. And most people seem to have gotten the platinum pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, I guess the reason you have to replay it is there's a speed run trophy to beat it in like 
not a very long time. But even then, like that's that's still you play it through it twice and go for that speedrun probably exactly so it seems like on the second playthrough people do the speedrun trophy and then they load their save because you you can take naps Mm. on stuff and the camera will pan out and one of the trophies is like take an hour long nap Ah. so you just fucking lay the cat down and then leave it there um so yeah it seems like a lot of people are able to like get the platinum in like eight hours Mm. so I don't know that I will do that. Right. Like, I don't think I like it enough. care enough about the platinum to be like, I got to beat this in like an hour and a half now. Right. I only go for, even though it would be relatively easy, but right. I only go for trophies. If I'm enjoying the game enough, it, it's just a good excuse to keep playing a game that I'm enjoying. So yeah, exactly. Um, like in neon white, I was like, I have to yes. get the quote unquote hundred percent of this because like, I, it, I like it enough and want to do that. Even Kirby, you were like, I got to get everything. Yeah, I still did not. I should go back to that. Yes. I need to find out what that secret ending is. Mm-hmm. That's And I could just watch it on YouTube, but I'm But I mean, why not earn it while you've put it? Yeah, I, I mean, and I'm close enough to earning it now. Right. I'm like halfway, so I could. Um but yeah, that's what I've been playing. I played a lot of Monster Hunter with Nukio as well. We are getting into some of the newer monsters that I think are pretty cool, but still it's like I don't know. And we also do it to ourselves. Like it's pretty poorly paced with giving us the new monsters, but also we do every quest Mm. and not just the key quests that would advance us. So that's also partially our fault, but Eh. I mean, what's the rush? No, there is no rush. And like we, I'm totally fine and they're going to keep updating it for free every month. Right. So there will be more content for us then. Which speaking, of, and I'm 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 okay with it. Speaking of Capcom, I did finish uh, Resident Evil Seven with my girlfriend uh, nice. last weekend. So <coughs> I think she enjoyed it enough. I don't know how she's going to do with Village. Yeah, you were saying that because it's more action. It's way more actiony. So like, I think that might be a case where she watches me play it or something. Yeah, but either way, I think I got her hooked into Resident Evil. So. You're welcome. That's good. Yeah. I mean, the world needs more Resident Evil fans, right? It does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, this ended up being longer than I thought it would be without a part three. Uh, well, I mean, we actually I played just, I just like to talk. You played games. Yeah, we played games. You played games I specifically. I played games. That's the first um, time in like three months. It is. Uh, and so with that, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Um, I was gonna, I'm going to say, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, but I am not at home, and I don't know if I actually put the data files for that on here, so mm. there might not be a theme song this week. Could but. you just download it? Uh, I could, but I have it cut in a very specific way that makes it really easy for me to slot in. So You could just very lazily cut it. I could very lazily do it. We'll see. Probably. I'm going to say it's probably going to be in there. Okay. If not, um, I'd just be very disappointed with Manny. Yeah, or just go back and listen to any one of the other 197 episodes that I have it in there. Hmm. Oh, that's not true. The Game of the Year ones don't. Oh, you don't bother? No, I'm just so lazy. Hmm. Uh, and also because if we do like timestamps while we're going through it, adding the adding the adding that adds to it and it makes the time weird. That's true. So, either way, um, anyways, yeah. We will catch you guys next week. Peace out.